Hello everyone and welcome back to Let's Go On An Adventure. I know I did not post like I was supposed to this last week guys and for that I sincerely I sincerely apologize. Um, there was an issue with my payroll company for my job which made it to where my, my uh, podcast account essentially got suspended and I could not actually post on it because I pay for my account to make sure that things can get posted at a specific time set. Um, so I actually deleted my original podcast that I had and decided to redo it. Gave me a little bit of extra time to refine and redo what I actually wanted to say. So in a way, uh, blessing in disguise. But I also will be posting this coming Sunday as well. I think it's the first weekend technically in February. Yeah. So I'll be posting this one today, uh, today as well as having another one on like the fifth i think it is as well just to make sure that we're fully caught up um i've got some fun stuff for everyone and i'm excited thank you everyone who's been still following along i know this has been a very wishy-washy type of podcast and for that i apologize a lot of things going on in life and i'm finally starting to narrow things down it's a new year new year new me correct yeah let's go for it um have a bunch of fun stuff i've got plenty of books that I'm excited to share. I got a nice book haul for Christmas. I did another small book haul uh, right after Christmas and another one recently. Yes, we're not going to talk about it. I have a book hoarding addiction. It's, it's, yeah, I'll fix it later. Anyways, so today's podcast, this adventure we're going to go on today is an oldie but a goodie. We're going to go back in time to about 2009, 2010, 2008, those three years. Um, and we are going to go back into the world of The Hunger Games. That's right, you guys. You heard it. The Hunger Games. So let's dive into it. So The Hunger Games, as we all know, is a trilogy series. It is considered a YA series. However, there are some themes in it that I would definitely consider a little bit older. Not necessarily suggested for an age group really under, you know, 15, 16, in my opinion. And that's just my opinion. Um... Everyone has different ways of rating, I guess, when it comes to their kids and what should be allowed and everything like that. And that's fine. Everyone's different. I'm not here to criticize. I'm not even here to judge. I don't care. I'm very much the type of person who says if books are getting banned, kids go out and buy those books because there's, a, there's something that they don't want you to see. Now, obviously, if it's, you know, very inappropriate stuff, that's a little bit different. But I digress. So, The Hunger Games is a trilogy series that consists of book one being The Hunger Games, book two, Mockingjay, oh, sorry, book two being Catching Fire, book three being Mockingjay, and then there is also a prequel book called The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. Now, I can't say anything about the prequel book. I have not read it. I don't even own it. It wasn't until recently that I actually realized this book existed. I remember hearing talks of it becoming a book but not that it ever been published um so that's on my list of long books of needing to buy that is starting to be as long as my tbr list but again i digress so the hunger games series is considered a sci-fi fantasy i also like to throw in there that it's a little bit of a dystopian fantasy and the reason why is because even though it's not like post-apocalyptic it is a in a way a post-apocalyptic now, when we say post-apocalyptic, we think, you know, things like Maze Runner or like World War Z or, you know, stuff like that, Divergent. And 
in the Hunger Games aspect, the reason why I say it's considered post-apocalyptic is something happened that led them to where it is now. And then it essentially history repeats itself. So the story behind the Hunger Games is that the world is divided up into 12 um, segments, essentially 12 districts. And each district has its pros and cons. Um, the high or the lower the number, essentially, I think was at one through five or one through six actually are pretty wealthy or at least one through four are pretty wealthy. Then you have the middle tier and then you have the lower class being like districts 10 through 12 or districts nine through 12. And they each have a role to play. The main district that this story is revolved around is district 12, which is the coal mining district. It's a very poor area. It doesn't have a lot of fancy things. They really fight for survival, essentially. Um, and one thing that is not allowed is you're not allowed to go past a certain point outside of your district. Otherwise, you will be severely punished. Well, this girl named Katniss, she goes out constantly because she hunts. She hunts for food for her family and for her district, essentially. She will trade meat here and there, skins of animals for different things, just to help her family survive. Now, in her family is just herself, her mother, and her younger sister, um, Prin. Now... Prim, I think, if I remember right, is like 12, 13 during this time period, maybe a little bit younger, and Katniss is about 16, okay? Now, the reason why I also say this is post-apocalyptic is because every year they have a tribute that's done, and that is what's called the Hunger Games. Every year, or every so many years, I'm pretty sure it's every year. It's been a little bit since I've actually read the books, but it's a good storyline. But every year... You have to put your name basically into this huge pot every district uh, from certain ages to certain ages. And you have to participate in what's called the Hunger Games. It's one girl and one boy to represent your district. And the Hunger Games is literally fight for survival. And those who win never have to participate again. They get to live a life of luxury and it's all fun and dandy. Well, this year their names get put in and unfortunately Katniss's sister's name gets pulled again her sister's young she's not exactly she's like she's small and Katniss jumps up and she says no I volunteer as tribute basically saying she will take the place of her younger sister she doesn't want her sister to die so with her there is another character uh, named Peta a boy who is uh, the baker's son, who is also picked as tribute. And like I said, every kid, every two people have to fight from their district and they fight for survival. Uh, the first three districts, one through three, like train their whole lives for this moment. It's considered a great honor and they have every aspect and like every determination to win. You got Girls throwing knives, guys who know how to strangle a bear. I mean, just different things. And these are districts that are, you know, well endowed in the aspect of what their what their district produces. Um, I think District 10, it produces uh, fruit like apples um, and stuff like that. Uh, district 7, 8 uh, is a district of fishing, so they know how to do netting and everything like that. So the whole concept of this whole thing is through the Hunger Games, book one, is Peta and Katniss fighting for survival and creating a kinship with each other because only one can technically survive, not two. 
and they trick the game. They build up this essential story because everyone in the world is watching them. They're on display. It's like watching Super Bowl on Super Bowl Sunday. You're watching these kids fight to death and you're hoping that your district wins. And they have to essentially promote themselves. Uh, before they go into the Hunger Games, which is like this huge Coliseum type that's wired for digital elements and stuff like that. So that way it rains, it gets hot, the rain could be acid rain, there's these huge wasp things, a bunch of different things that could literally kill you if your competitors don't. Um, and these game makers make things happen, essentially. Now, they... PETA and Katniss essentially create a teamwork aspect and they get really close um, a friendship and one would say like maybe they have a crush on each other but they play that to their advantage they know everyone's watching so they're going to pull at everyone's heartstrings and make things seem better than they actually are like they're in love with each other they can't live without each other kind of thing they're making it kind of like a soap opera because then they get more promoters and those promoters will send them stuff while they're in the Hunger Games, like medicine or soup or like a lighter so that they could start a fire or possible things that could make them a weapon. Different things like that that could save them, that could help them. Think of like a survival pack from COD that drops down or playing Ark and all of a sudden you find uh, the little beams of light that come down that's a med pack or something like that. Different things like that. It's very similar. Now, this whole time they're trying to play it up and they're down to the final people and it's just the two of them and they make a show of trying to take these uh, basically poisonous berries that, you know, neither one of them is going to live. They're both going to die. And that can't happen. There always has to be one winner. Always one. And, but it breaks the system. It breaks the game essentially. And they declare them both a winner. Now, you can imagine the chaos that ensues from this setup. And things happen through Catching Fire, Mockingjay, and everything like that. Come to find out, there actually was a 13th district that was completely destroyed because they tried to rebel against the government. And the government said, yeah, nope, and destroyed them. So it becomes more, as the stories go on or the books go on, kind of like a civil war thing. Uh, the people against the government, and they're going to bring down the government, or their goal is to bring down the government. But more things happen. For instance, Katniss and Peta go on tour because they're the winners. However, it is unheard to have two winners and Mayor uh, Snow, I think it's the mayor. Basically, the head government official is not happy. This isn't okay. This is not how it's supposed to go. And so different things happen. For instance, he's going to try to pit everyone against them. And there's going to be a new Hunger Games. Instead of pulling from new people... He is going to grab all of the old winners and essentially pick one from each district of all the winners and throw them in back into the Hunger Games. And they have to fight to the death all over again, even though they were promised that they didn't have to do that anymore. Some of these people are really old. Some of these people are really young. It's just Peta and uh, Katniss, I think, are the youngest and they're the most recent. And all these other people are sitting there going, what the heck? I was told I didn't have to do this again. They're mad, but they also know that there's something else going on. Through this whole time, there's been a buildup of rebellion and such like that. And the buildup of what the whole series 
or whole trilogy is about. I don't want to dive too much more into it because the last thing I want to do is spoil everything and spoil the ending. Um, just know more people are involved in the idea of a rebellion than is previously thought. Um, and there is some teen angst because Katniss did have someone that she was crushing on before the Hunger Games. There's that issue between the two of them. Um, you know, with her being with PETA, then there's everything else that happens. And it's one of those things that ends on a bittersweet note, I'll say. Bittersweet note. Um, again, I don't want, I don't want to say too much. I don't want to give it, give it away in case there are those who have not read it. I know the majority of people at this time have read it. If they haven't read it, they've seen the movies and, but even still, I don't, I don't want to give anything away just in case just in case um this is actually a good a good um trilogy i enjoy the story i enjoy the concept and it's the concept that makes me super happy uh well not happy i guess you could say uh but makes me really really like it um i love the idea of post-apocalyptic i love the idea of end of the world kind of stuff because different people do it differently and i love that um you can go in many different ways when it comes to post-apocalyptic or end-of-the-world type stuff. The Maze Runner was a fun one uh, in the aspect of how they did it. Divergent. I haven't actually read Divergent, and I haven't fully read the Maze Runner series uh, just because it's longer and, well, it's like five or six books. And as I've said before, I have a hard time with long trilogies. I am still getting ready to do Throne of Glass, even though it's a longer one. And I'm just kind of buckling down for that. <laughs> Trying to, trying to build up the courage to, to start it. The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. I have not actually read that one. Because like I said, this one's newer. And by newer, it came out three years ago. It came out May of 2020. So during when the whole world kind of shut down. Which would make sense why I didn't realize it was, you know, published. <laughs> Even though I was kind of stuck in my house during that time. I should have known. But I had no idea this one was out yet. So I should go and get it and actually give you a reading on that one but from what i have been told and read this is essentially a prequel so i believe this is supposed to talk about what happened before the hunger games but again i'm not sure or like what happened to district 13 again don't quote me on that i am not at all sure i have not read it i haven't seen it yet um but i'm excited too there is the trilogy movies that had come out with Jennifer Lawrence, Chris Hemsworth, um, Josh Hutchinson. I think that's his name. They all did really well in the movie. By the way, I thought that movie was fantastic or the trilogy was fantastic and fantastically done. And for the most part, they actually followed the book series pretty well. You know me, I have a hard time with saying, you know, this book series actually or this movie followed this book series that you know and this that and the other thing but this one actually did did pretty well they they get my stamp of approval this is truly a trilogy series that i could actually see myself re-watching actually in fact i have rewatched it a pretty couple of times uh the storyline they they did pretty well on the storyline now i know i'm very hypercritical when it comes to movies based off of books I know that there's only a certain amount of time to actually keep people invested into it, but I mean, come on. 
the Lord of the Rings did really well. And those are three hour movies a piece, unless you get the extended editions. And then it's almost four and a half hours. And they put a lot of detail in. They still cut out some stuff from the books that should have been in there, but they did pretty well. So that's kind of my expectation when it comes to books and to movies. And the Hunger Games actually did pretty well on that. I was actually pretty impressed with them. Um, but it's, like I said, I'm going to have to do the Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. I don't know if the movie is out or not, but I'll have to double check that one. Uh, for those of you who don't know, the author is Suzanne Collins. Uh, she is known mostly, honestly, for the Hunger Games. However, she is also known for the Underland Chronicles, which is a younger children's series. And by children's, I mean it's like, what, 10 to 15 children's series. Uh, younger YA. There we go. Uh, for the younger generation or for the younger readers. And from what I've seen, it it's, looks pretty interesting. After that, though, I haven't seen too much that she's done outside of the Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. I haven't seen any... Oh, oh goodness, sorry. I haven't seen any upcoming stuff. However, that could change in a nanoclick. We know that books come out all the time. And with books literally making a comeback, which is fantabulistic, you never know. She could have a new book come out and be like, surprise, guess what? I have something else up my sleeve. So that'll be it for this week. Uh, today being about the Hunger Games. There are a few discussion pieces that I will in the future do on this one because there's a lot to unwrap with the Hunger Games and the aspect of characters, character development, and, you know, if there was actually, you know, connection between people that there seemed to have been, but at the same time, you can't tell. Um, but that's for another day. So thank y'all for listening. Thank y'all for sticking around. I know my schedule, like I said, has been kind of crazy and I haven't been posting like I want to. I am doing my best to try to get better at that, try to make sure things are on time and we have it out there for everybody. But so forgive me for not having it out like I want it to. I'm getting there. It's It's been kind of chaotic recently. But thank you all for sticking around and keep listening. And I hope this brings you on to your next adventure. Have a good one, guys.